is Jalen Anthony. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Together with Jalen and Jacoby, what is it that we do? Send a stage on the mic, and we put it on wax, and give it to people what they want. Always giving you another dope pod to step to. This is our special weekend edition of Jalen and Jacoby. Whether you are running errands, whether you're stuck in the snow, whatever you are doing this weekend, we're always here to give Cleaning you another up dope around pod the crib. to step to. Jalen, Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond, Steph Curry were traded for James Harden. We will get the debut of James Harden this evening against the Timberwolves. I want to discuss what this trade will do for each of these teams. And let's start with the 76ers because James Harden will make his debut this evening. So by the time you hear this, he will already have played. One thing that you said I want to discuss a little bit more is this will actually hurt, not help, Joel Embiid's MVP candidacy. Why do you feel that way? A lot of the award is about perception when you're talking about the most dominant players in the league playing terrific in the same season. So how do you pick somebody over the Joker who's probably going to have as many points, more rebounds, and as many or more assists to anybody in this conversation? Well, you look at the Western Conference standards and say, well, he won it last year, and the Nuggets aren't in the top five. And then Giannis Antetokounmpo who's the reigning finals MVP, has been defensive player of the year, has been league MVP. There's certain times people get voter fatigue. And when you look at his numbers, eerily comparable than the next contestant, Joel Embiid, who with Ben Simmons out, was putting up those numbers in our mind. And so that separated him from the other two people, along with the fact that they were jockeying for a position in the Eastern Conference standings. DeMar DeRozan, when you start talking about how he's played the entire season, dominant, yep. master of the mid-range, and you know I love watching it so much, boxes and elbows. I've been teaching y'all about this forever. I made the analytics community mad at me. Just, you think the King's mad at you. Boy, and me, boy, the analytics community mad at me. Oh, he got the nerve. And it, I'm like, if you could get buckets, Jacoby, the highest percentage shot in basketball is a layup. Yep. The second highest percentage is a free throw. The third highest percentage is a short shot. Like, this idea that we're going to count the points and add them up, and then all of a sudden we're going to throw it into an algorithm and that's going to make you better than us. The Splash <laughs> Brothers threw everybody out of whack with they won a championship. People started to think that you can shoot 55-3. Ask the Houston Rockets. Ask Daryl Murray. Ask James Harden. When it's time to rely on one pitch and you're not Mariano Rivera, you're going to miss 27 in a row when it matters the most. Yep. And so now, DeMar DeRozan is doing this without Ball, without Caruso. And they're the number one seed in the East. Not any other other people I just described. Well, when you uh, watched the game against the Hawks yesterday, in the clutch minutes, in the last minute of the game, DeMar DeRozan has the ball. You know he's going to pull up from the elbow. You know he's going to pull up from the elbow. And what does he do? Dribbles up. Turns around, pulls him from the elbow, and gets an AM1. Like, you know exactly what he's going to do, and he does it in your face every single time. 
and, and that's working the game. And, and, and again, he was a reluctant shooter early in his career. Now he has a career-high three-point percentage. He's a willing three-point shooter, but he still plays the mid-range. He still gets to the bucket. And so if I woke up today and had to pick, I would give I would give Joel the slightest edge today. Mm-hmm. Um, over DeRozan, followed by Giannis and the Joker. So let me John pitch this needs to, you. to be acknowledged. He's missed around 14 games. Steph got off to a hot start. He's kind of um, faded in January in particular without Draymond. But those, to me, off the top, I believe, are the five candidates. Let me pitch this to you, Mr. Rose. Harden actually helps Joel Embiid's MVP candidacy, and here's how. Because if the Sixers, and they're not that far back, can get to the top of the Eastern Conference, it's impossible not to give him the MVP. Impossible. Correct. They're going to be better with James Harden than without James Harden. Because that's the thing about this trade, which is different than other trades. They added a piece to the chessboard. Because Ben Simmons wasn't playing basketball. Usually with trades, it's either 75 for a dollar, 80 cents for a dollar, dollar for a dollar. But this is somehow zero cents for a dollar. So they added a piece of the chessboard. Well, you're dismissing that Seth Curry was playing basketball in Philly, too. He's gone. So it was Andre Drama who gave them size and six fouls and one of the best rebounders in the league. He still needs to, you know, get in better shape at this point in his career, playing more minutes with the Nets, he's going to do so. But Jacoby, I'm just going to tell you something that I would have told you off wax today, but since we ain't oh. in the same place at the same time, I'm going to just tell you this. Oh, oh, what are you going to tell me? If everybody healthy and Ben Simmons can get back out on the floor and, and resemble himself, the Nets the best team in the East. Let's not get it twisted. That's interesting. Really look at their squad. Don't like, like, like sometimes, and we're not going to cheerlead Kyrie for holding out on getting vaccinated and then New York changed the rule and we say, oh, he was right. He was not right. Over 700,000 people died from coronavirus and he didn't get vaccinated. So there's no right. With that being said, Kevin Durant, he was playing like an MVP candidate earlier in the year. Mm hmm. They added Seth Curry. They may get Joe Harris back. I love the way the young Rook Cam has been balling. LaMarcus Aldridge at some point in the season was the best mid-range shooter, including DeMar DeRozan in the league. I like Edwards, too. Don't sleep on Edwards. Correct. So, like, they got a squad. Like, I was looking at their roster, and I was like, they may have the – them and the Warriors probably got the best rosters in the league. Like, Bob Myers – Sean Marks have been running laps around the league the last couple of years. Well, we'll talk about the Warriors in a second, but one of the things that we always criticized about the Nets, and especially without Joe Harris, was they lacked shooting and defense. And with one trade, they addressed both of those things. We know the type of dynamic defender that Ben Simmons can be. We know what Steph Curry, Seth Curry can do from beyond the arc. If they get Harris back, Harris has apparently had some setbacks. We don't know if we're going to get him back the rest of the year. But they do have a great roster top to bottom. But I'm glad you mentioned the Warriors for this reason. That down year allowed them to get Wiseman and Kaminga. 
And you said something about Kaminga that I want to get to, and this is also brought to us by CarMax because Kaminga has been an extremely innovative player for this team and what they have on their team. Klay Thompson gets his feet underneath him, and he's a great defender. Draymond Green, one of the best defenders in the entire league. Gary Payton Jr., or the second, like his father, is a great defender. Kaminga is a great defender. There is two sides to the floor, and the Warriors have great offense and defense, and Kaminga has been innovative. Shout to CarMax. How has Kaminga been able to impress you in his, this early in his career? Well, his innovation is, number one, is height and strength, which means he's going to be able to guard fours, some small fives, stay in front of some ones, but be a lockdown defender on the wing. It's going to also put him in position to use his athleticism. The way he changes ends of the floor, you drop it off to him by the rim, he dunking on you. You throw him a lob, confident trying to shoot the three, He's working on that part of his game. But he has something that you want in a young player that also has the things that I just described were his attributes. I love his stoic demeanor. Stoic demeanor? Absolutely. That's going to go perfect alongside Draymond. Perfect. I can already see it. Switching everything late in the shot clock. People trying to go at Steph. Clay running over. Kaminga running over, Draymond is the anchor. So for a young player, and, and, and his stats really boosted clearly when he became a starter, like he's been an amazing addition. And that, and that, and, and, and how about this for innovation? The Warriors really started their dynasty because Steph Curry started his career injured. And yep. he was on a deal that was $40 million and it didn't take up the entire cap. And then the second thing they were able to do is after they left, lost K K KD, Bob Myers drafted right. He drafted Kamiga, he drafted Wiseman. He acquired Wiggins. So now all of a sudden, Steph comes back playing like Steph, and you hope Clay comes back and plays something like Clay, and then boom, we're saying they're going to be in the Western Conference Finals. It's going to be great to see. It will be great to see that eight figures, eight players in double figures. They play great defense and offense, and Clay Thompson isn't even all the way back yet. And that was brought to you by the new Love Your Car Guarantee from CarMax. Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, though? There's something we have to discuss. Earlier on the show, on the TV show on Friday, we discussed Steph Curry's outfit, and you said it looked like he was from The Matrix. So right now we're going to revisit an old segment that we used to do. Jalen explains a movie plot. Jalen Rose, please explain to me the plot of The Matrix. I actually believe I saw this before. That's <laughs> not going to help you explain so, the plot. Uh, is, um, Lawrence Fishburne was in it. <laughs> yep, and, he's there. you know, a lot of times when you go into the Matrix, it's like it's, it's like going into outer space. It, yeah, it, yeah. It just, it, it just puts you in a, a third dimension, you third know? Third dimension. You know, and then you just like, whatever's happening, you find a way to navigate it. <laughs> you find you know a way to navigate saying? it. Yeah, you in get into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do in the Matrix, Taylor? You, uh, Neo was his name. Neo, Neo was his name. Oh, oh, did someone say that in your ear? No. Oh, no so one Neo did, told what me did Neo do in the Matrix? What did Neo do in the Matrix? I just remember that one shot when he was doing like this when they were shooting bullets. That's how I felt growing up in a concrete jungle in the city. 
You know what I mean? Like this. What is the actor that plays Neo's name? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The actor that plays Neo's name. Oh, I know that gentleman. Uh, and by the way, Neo, um, a great writer. You know what I'm saying? One of the best ones in the industry. Great writer. Great writer. Um, great writer. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bain. No, 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 not Christian Bain. Desmond Bain is on the Grizzlies. Uh, you're thinking of Christian Bale, who's a Christian Batman. Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Key is going to be your hint. Key. Oh, uh, Randolph Scott Key. No, 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 no. Key. Keanu. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That's there my you go. guy. That's your guy? How is yeah, Keanu Reeves guy. your guy? Explain. Name another film Keanu Reeves has been in. Batman. Nope, never been in Batman. John Wick. He wasn't John Wick. Did you see John Wick? Yeah, that's all Denzel, right? <laughs> not Denzel. Not I remember all. he was a hitman. He was playing. He was on his uh, Joe Pesci. I remember he was uh, shooting people. <laughs> what, what? So, uh, two two stories of going out to movies with Jalen Rose. Number one, <laughs> Jalen Rose will go to a movie theater, not buy a ticket to a movie, and just get popcorn and then leave. That's one thing Love that Jalen Rose will popcorn. do. Number Love movie two, popcorn. Number two, <laughs> when the NWA movie came out, straight out of Compton, this dude took me to the theater, like dragged me by the ear to the theater to see this movie. <laughs> Fell asleep for the entire thing. And I was like, dog, you slept through the whole thing. And then he goes, I saw it yesterday. I just didn't want to tell you. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, I saw it yesterday. I just didn't want to tell you that I saw it yesterday. Because I really wanted you to see it. And I knew that if I told you I saw it before, you wouldn't want to go. So I was like, what? Another thing is, we saw the debut of the O.J. Simpson um, documentary, one of the greatest things that ESPN has ever done. Shout to Ezra and everyone involved. And it was mind-blowing how good the first two episodes were. Me and Jalen went to the Soho House in Los Angeles, swanky setting, swanky theater, very comfortable seats. Jalen slept through the entire thing. After, <laughs> after the movie's over, we're hobnobbing. Ezra comes over. We both know Ezra well. He starts talking to us. Jalen references specific points of the documentary that he slept through. It was like one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. It was like Steph Curry at the All-Star game. I was like, this dude slept through two hours of this whole movie, but somehow is referencing specific plot points that he slept through to the director. I was was baffled how someone can simultaneously sleep through a film and have their conscious brain soak in the information and then reference it in a conversation afterwards. I remember being in that conversation looking at you like you had three heads. I was like, how the F is this dude doing this? Like, it's, it's, like two, it's like there's three Jalen's. 
Oh, how did man, you do that? Funny. Explain to me how you did no, that. Because I was subconsciously <laughs> digesting everything that was being said. And, <laughs> and, and, and the beautiful thing I got to say about the movie theater, I want everybody to remember. <clears throat> like the pandemic came and we were wearing masks and certain places are lifting restrictions. Just think about what happens in the movies. You're indoors. Indoors. It's dark. Dark. You got all of the snacks you want. Snacks on snacks. They have the best movie popcorn. Great popcorn. And then you got the big screen to watch whatever you want. Whatever you want. You got the comfortable chairs. Great chairs. Cushy. cushy. And and you're with somebody that you're kicking it with. Or you solo. Or you're solo. Right? So like that that's a great atmosphere to take Sounds a nap. Like a nap. <laughs> Sounds like a nap to me. You know Sounds what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And by the way, you're going to sneak food in, you're going to sneak adult beverages in, and then all of a sudden that's becoming an indoor picnic, like an indoor (laughs) drive-in. I feel like you pay $10 not to go to the movies just to take a nap. You're just like, I just need a comfortable chair in the dark where no one's going to bother me and holler at me. It's inappropriate for me to do this at a restaurant or a bar, so I'm just going to go to the movies. I don't care what's playing. Clifford the Big Red Dog, cool. I'm in. Whatever oh, it takes. Oh, man. Keanu Reeves, uh, that's my guy, man. That's your guy. That is your guy. I know you love and you. Know, I know one thing you love about Keanu, and this has been consistent with Jalen Anthony Rose. Jalen Rose loves white dudes with long hair. It's just something that you get jealous about the hair. You know, you're so famous for your hair. Like, there are, 99% of human beings would love to have your hairline in your hair. However, when you see a white dude with long flowing locks, you you just look at it, you get so jealous. How about about when I was young, he had the beard too. Michael McDonald. How about his hair? <laughs> Michael McDonald. His hair was great. There are great. four people listening to this who know who Michael McDonald is. Four. <laughs> one is Bill Simmons. <laughs> the other one's my dad. <laughs> and I don't know who the other We're here to are. teach. We're here to teach. <laughs> Michael McDonald, he said. <laughs> I don't even know who Michael McDonald is, and I'm white and old. <laughs> Ronald McDonald? <laughs> who are we talking about now? Oh, man. We oh. always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is getting voicemails onto our podcast exclusive. We always give you a dope pot of step two, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, of course, Saturday. Our voicemails are brought to you by Gatorade. Greatness starts with a G. Our voicemails are fueled by Gatorade. If you call 985-80-JALEN, you can leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the program just like this. What's going on, y'all? Um, this is Nate Dog calling in from PG County, Berlin. Shout out to Reza Ledge. Shout out Bean. Shout out Southwest. I just want to start off by giving credit where credit's due. Y'all often talk about broken news on the show. And another great example of broken news was the other day at the uh, All-Star three-point contest when Carl uh, Anthony Towns won. Everybody was shocked that he won, but if everybody was listening to... Jalen and Jacoby, they would have already known that he called his shot on the show and that he was already going to win. So definitely props there. Anyway, my question um, is about mentorship and success. Um, I'm a student at the University of Maryland trying to start my own business. So I've been trying to find a mentor for me and my project to bring it to that next level. So I was wondering if y'all could speak on what mentorship means to y'all 
and what qualities you look for in a mentor and maybe share some stories about mentors that you all have past or currently um, that have made a big impact on your success. Thanks for the time. Uh, appreciate y'all. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that. Keep giving the people what they want and uh, putting out the best podcast uh, in the game without a doubt. Peace. Big shout to Nate Dog, Maryland's own Nate Dog. Um, he shouted out the broken news. Carl Anthony Towns came on the show, said he was going to win the three-point contest, went out and win, won the three-point contest. Then he asked That's us about mentorship. Right. He's trying to start his own business. Nate Dog, please start your own business. Become an entrepreneur. Do your thing. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a high risk, but there's also high reward. Uh, one mentor, I would say a couple things about mentorship. It's kind of like dating or like finding a therapist. Like, it's not necessarily the first one. It's got to be a chemistry there. It's got to be a two-way street. It's got to be a... Uh, a connection that works and I don't have one single mentor that I can look to and say this one person was the person that mentored me throughout my career but it's a collection a village of people that have mentored me throughout my career one of which is a gentleman by the name of John Hawk who's directed a bunch of 30 for 30s um, he has a very long and storied career my first show that I ever created was called it's the shoes it was about sneakers we were very young me and Kevin Wilds and we were young producers, and we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't even know how to make a TV show. So John Hawk was there to shepherd us through that valley. And um, he was very, very influential in terms of telling stories. He was like, it's all about storytelling. It's all about the people. It's not about flashy graphics. It's not about great camera work. It's about the human connections and the stories and having a beginning, a middle, and an end. And John Hawk is one of my mentors and someone who I love dearly, and um, he probably doesn't even know it. He also listens to Jalen Jacoby. Shout out to John Hawk. Shout out to John Hawk, and thank you for the call. I appreciate the love. Nado. Shout out to Reg, the, <clears throat> excuse me, shout out to Reg the Ledge. The Ledge. So I'll take a different angle. I, I could do like you and acknowledge like so many amazing mentors that I've had in my life, like coaches, Perry Watson, Steve Fisher, Curtis Hervey, Rocky Watkins. Larry Bird, like I could name coaches. Isaiah Thomas was my coach in the NBA. Had 20 assists with him being my coach one game. And Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. I could also go to family rope. Big Daddy, my grandfather, was a businessman. Hicks, all, Hicks party grocery store, pity candy store. Bainbridge, George, I always saw him as an entrepreneur. He was well-dressed, he was handsome. Always had the $2 bills, he'd come through those. Back in the day, that meant something. That was, that was huge, somebody had the $2 bills. And then my Uncle Paramore, so many people in my family, my Uncle Lynn, my brothers Bill and Kevin, rest in peace, Bill. 
Um, great family support group. Mentors outside of the, out of my family, Godfather John McClain, one of the founders of Interscope Records, Norm Nixon, who was my first agent, Denzel Washington, to reach out to them anytime. I could go on and on and on. Magic Johnson could get them on the phone right now. On and on and on and on. But I'm gonna take a different answer. Oh. And by the way, my mother was one of my mentors as well, my grandmother, Mary Bell Hicks, rest in peace. I'm gonna take a different angle. I also garnered strength and learned from people that I didn't know. I did a lot of that too. People that I hadn't met. I just watched how they move. Like Jay-Z mm. said, don't follow me, youngin. Follow my moves, right? So I used to sit back and watch people like Don Cornelius and be like, hold on, Don this Cornelius. is dope. I used to be like, wait a minute. That's his show. He bringing on all of the guests and he interviewing them. He dressed fly and the show was smart. I was like, yo, that's crazy. And then I was like, Barry Gordy. I'm like, wait a minute. He got all of these groups? Like he producing all of those groups? Like they're here in Detroit. Motown is, is happening here. And so like, I gained mentorship and, and inspiration from so many people that I never met. Mm. Magic before I met him, Isaiah before I met him. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to encourage those out there to like, to, to be a mentor, to be a role model, to try to be a positive influence, not a, not a perfect person. But like, if you wouldn't do it to your kid, don't sell it to mine. That, that's it. what I kind of go by. If you wouldn't do it or say it in front of your kid, then don't sell it to mine. Great point, Mr. Rose. Well put, Jalen Anthony Rose. And I want to acknowledge you who are a mentor and a, a, a role model for so many, especially with your school, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy in Detroit and the work that you do with them. Thank you, family. And I got to shout another mentor of mine, William J. Simmons, founder William of this J. show. William J. Simmons. Yeah, John. Podfather. Yeah. You have no idea what his middle name is, do you? John. No, I don't think I it's John. I always knew his middle name, but it don't sound as dope. What, like William A. just, just sound like he should be on uh, uh, Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I'm going to text him. I got to find out what his real middle name it's is. It's John. I know what it is. Is it, is it really? Yeah, he named out. He's the third, I think, as a matter of fact. No. No, he's not a third. But yeah, he's been a mentor in this game, multimedia space. Believed in me, gave me a podcast. First former athlete with a podcast. And how did he like the background when he walked in the studio? See, like that's <laughs> those are the type of things that like you look at the industry. <coughs> that was game changing stuff. Shout out to the pod father. I sent the pod father a text. We'll see if he gets us back before the end of this pod. Exclusive pod for the weekend. We got time for one more voicemail. Voicemails are fueled by Gatorade. Greatness starts with a G. Call 985-80-Jalen. And you'll get on the show just like this. What up, yo? Shout out my guys, Jalen and Jacoby. This is your guy, producer of the show, Jarrell from Maryland. Um, I'm coming from getting in a, a early morning triple-double with a couple of guys in the gym. We get up at 5 a.m. three days a week and get it in. Four-core bump. Yes, sir. Um, 
I'm feeling on the, you know, natural high. And uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling love, so I just wanted to call and give some love. And then I also wanted to point out one thing um, and also ask a little bit of, bit of advice. So, my wife of four years is pregnant with my first, our first child, I'm sorry. And um, our baby is due on 420. Shout out medicinal. Uh, soft move or ball smooth. Name it, my firstborn boy, Jalen. Shout out to Jeannie Rose. God bless her. Uh, may she rest peacefully forever and ever. My question for you guys, what are some tips for a first-time dad who's used to being able to get out, be on the move, do my own thing? What's going to be my biggest gripe when that baby gets here? All right. Shout out you guys, man. I, I just wanted to, you know, show some love, and I appreciate everything. Uh, shout out Ridge, too. Yep. Shout out to Maryland and all the Maryland callers today. But I'll say this is one thing you're going to be giving up when you have that baby. There ain't going to be no three days a week, 5 a.m. basketball runs anymore, my guy. Those are over. The better you get at parenting, the worse you get at basketball. Trust me. Trust me. Really appreciate the call. Um, one thing about your first child is it never comes on time, so maybe you won't have that 420 baby you were preparing for. But naming it Jalen is always a boss move. Definitely a boss move. And here's what I'll say. I don't want to distill the relationship of any parent to their sibling, but I'm just going to tell you what you got to be ready to rinse and repeat. The most important thing is going to be time. That's the most important thing. And creating those memorable moments while they're young and as they continue to grow. The second thing is money. Everything costs. And kids are expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. And Preach. what I always found myself saying to my kids when they were young, I would say to them what they were always saying to me. And you know what I would say? Can I? Hmm. Have. Can I have? How often just, do you hear that? It's just, it's like, I, this is what me and my wife said, the request line is closed. The request line, I'm never taking no requests. We're like a DJ who puts a sign up at the booth, like, no requests. I ain't taking requests. I ain't talking to you about snacks, Can where we're going. Well, no, the answer have. is no. We'll be back on Monday with No Dope Pod Step 2. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? And you're going to be doing a lot of chauffeuring, and everybody's going to have their own itinerary. Congratulations. And by the way, you're going to have a golden child. Because it's Golden your child, child. and his child. name is Jalen. And like the Blastmaster Kara's one once said, we're not done. We're not done. We are not done. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate.